0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban. I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the beautiful Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast anytime, feel free to come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And more details are available on our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. Now, some things, as we know, in life are optional, while others are essential. And during this series that's going to be titled The Great Imperatives for Effective Living, we're going to look at some of the essentials. And then later on in the month, we're going to change our focus just a little bit to Paul's letter to the Philippians and look at great the great imperatives for Christian living. So we're going to look at effective living to start with and then move on to Christian living. And today we're discussing an imperative regarding the negative and the positive. And for those that are unsure what an imperative is, it means an essential or an urgent thing. The text we're concentrating on is Romans 12 2, and it says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. So that you may prove yourselves that the will, sorry, what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in His plan and purpose for you. And the scripture that we'll work through is Romans 12, 1 and 2. But let us rejoice that we find ourselves in 2021 with all its opportunities for ministry to others and service to the Lord. 2020 was a tough year. But 2021 brings new opportunities. So that we might do a better job for our Lord and for ourselves and others, we're going to look at some of the great imperatives found in the writings of the Apostle Paul as he wrote to the churches that were dear to his heart. Paul's great challenge to the church at Rome provides us with an appropriate imperative, an appropriate urgency with which to begin the new year. The imperatives in our text require that we give careful attention to the forces at work that affect our lives both negatively and positively. The negative imperative in our text calls attention to a great danger that we all face. It's the peril of being contaminated by the environment in which we live. The positive imperative calls upon us to experience an inward spiritual transformation that produces a radical change in our conduct in the midst of this compromising environment in which we live. There's a bold challenge in Romans 12.1 to full commitment. talks about dedicated service. Let's read it. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart, As a living sacrifice, holy and well pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Paul issues a challenge to all the disciples of Jesus to present their bodies as a living sacrifice in service to God and to others. This bold challenge is translated further on as With eyes wide open to the mercies of God, I beg you, my brothers as an act of intelligent worship, to give him your bodies as a living sacrifice, consecrated to him and acceptable to him. This is a pivotal verse. That which precedes is doctrinal, and that which follows is practical. The first portion of the book deals with our beliefs, and the balance of the book deals with the expression of those beliefs in our behavior. And there's an imperative, there's an urgency regarding that great peril. We're seeing it all around us these days. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world. This means don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mould. We're seeing this happen everywhere around us. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as the Saviour, he is a new creature. Reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. We live in a world system that is under the dominion of the evil one. Look at John, sorry, 1 John 5.19. It says, we know for a fact that we are of God and the whole world around us lies in the power of the evil one opposing God and his precepts. The sinful world in which we live is not passive and unconcerned. Evil is aggressive, and we must put forth an effort to prevail against the squeezing, conforming power of the world system in which we live. God calls us to be different. We're not to look like the world. We're not to accept what the world does. God calls us to be different. We are to be dead to sin and alive to God. We must not permit either our evil nature within or the evil world around us to dominate us. We are to conduct ourselves as beloved children of God, walking in the light, rather than in the darkness. Paul told the Colossians to put to death that which was earthly and evil in their nature, and in turn put on a new nature and live as God's chosen ones. And then there's an imperative and urgency regarding an exciting possibility. Romans 12.2 also says, Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Paul uses a Greek word here with which people today are familiar, the word metamorphosis. And it means to change the nature. Paul was urging his readers to experience a remarkable transformation that is possible by a renewal of the mind that comes when one is born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. It is the work of the Holy Spirit using the scriptures and a responsive heart to bring inward mental and spiritual transformation that is manifested outwardly in a change in someone's conduct. You can't tell me that you've been saved, born again and filled with the Holy Spirit if you haven't changed your ways. If you would change your conduct, you've got to change your creed. If you would change your behavior, you must first change all of your beliefs. If you would become truly Christian in your conduct, you must become Christ-like in your thinking. Only by a revolutionary change in your thoughts can you experience a revolutionary change in your conduct. To call to repentance, or the call to repentance, is in reality a call to complete change in thought and decision-making processes with references to God, to sin, to self, to others, and to and to things. How much change took place in your thinking about God and the thinking about yourself and you're thinking about others and other things during the past year? Paul challenged the Philippian Christians to have m- the mind of Christ. Only as we let the Holy Spirit change our thinking and cause us to think like Christ can we experience the transformation that needs to take place in our lives as we finish up today you know the glorious end result of refusing to be conformed to the world and of experiencing inward mental and spiritual transformation is to prove in our own experience that the will of God is good and acceptable and perfect You can never really know God's will is best for you and others until you make this complete commitment of yourself to God's will as he reveals it to you. So with eyes wide open to the mercies of God, I challenge you today, present yourself to him. And I encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time as I do every week. Because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him and He can make you whole. Spirit, soul and body. The Thing is, you just got to allow Him to do it. And there's nothing that's too hard for Him. You'll need to remember that. And you're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. And when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. Don't wait for a prophet to come along and give you a word. Let God reveal his promises to you. So whatever you're concerned about, whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.